Hello everyone. It's going to be a wild ride in the wilderness today. It's episode number 60 and this is WDW Happy Hour. It's uh, 9 o'clock in the morning and one of the podcast members is drinking a natural light. So It's 9.20 in the morning. Try to see if you can guess who. Um, I am joined here with my fellow podcast members, Matt. Hello. Scott. Hello. Rob. Greetings. And Holly is entertaining fam from out of town, so... And we are currently entertaining fam from all over the world. Thank you, listeners. What's up, fam? Uh, (laughs) So we have a lot to talk about on our show today, so we're going to start it off as we always do with our Topping It Off segment. And this week it goes to Mr. Rob. Yes. What you got? So (laughs) I think we've... (laughs) <laughs> uh, we've done several of these drinks on this um, restaurant's menu, but I'm going back to homecoming. Yeah. Homecoming, sorry. Uh, and I'm doing the local. So this is Rum Haven Coconut Water Rum, Lime, Simple Syrup, and Fresh Pineapple. Is this one of their moonshines you can get in it the... It is not. No, oh, it's okay. a drink. Just the, it's just very similar to the Berry Lavender that oh, I... Cool. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. an interesting garnish. What's on the garnish? So it's it's Corn a it, it's a slice it's a slice of pine not slice but a chunk, chunk of pineapple. Yes, yeah, square of pineapple and then they put real coconut like oh, coconut on, flakes on it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. It, it's really good. Neat. You have to like coconut to like this because that really like as you sip it, you kind of get that you know, I'm growing. I'm growing on coconut. Oh I, boy! I was. Uh, don't you mean coconut's growing on you? <laughs> no, that'd be weird. Um, <laughs> it's cooler if you're growing on a coconut. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> spit out your sentence. I used to be like really uh, uh, against coconut flavored things, um, but I think uh, coconut flavored Lacroix that Catherine's been buying in our house has been yeah. giving me a bit more of a. Uh, extended palate, so I is might have refreshing? to try this. Yes, I know we say that all the time, but this <laughs> is a re- because it's it's light. It's not like a heavy. I don't remember it being overly sweet. I definitely tried this. This yeah. was the night I ordered the berry lavender. You were that was the night we were there late, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, we were out on the patio. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was really good. And it's eleven dollars, which compared to other drinks at Disney isn't terrible. Yeah. So I highly recommend this one. Hmm. Great. Mm. I want to go to Homecoming. Yeah. I just started. They just started their brunch now. I know. Their brunch is listed now under the. I know. Under the menu. I just have never, never been steered wrong at Homecoming. So. All right. So anyway, we've got a lot of news stories this week. So Rob, what what do we got? All right. So we'll just jump all over the place because there's no like rhyme or reason to these stories. (laughs) So, Disney announced some new um, experiences coming to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party this year. So, the Mad Tea Party is going to take on a colorful ride as new lighting and effects give a new spin on the night. Depending on the color of your costume, you too can transform under the new lighting light. Dancing light. black light? So, I'm thinking that, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't say. I'm just reading what the, <laughs> that the press release is. Um... Pirates of the Caribbean is going to have new pirates invade the experience, interacting with sailing guests who will join the search for Gunpowder Pete. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, so they're going to have actors? Yeah, actors I on think it. in, in the really, queue. Yeah. Oh, I think they'll have or, them on the ride. Yeah, I was thinking on the ride, yeah. Yeah, yeah like where Johnny Depp, what, like, oh, that'd be where awesome. the Carlos the pit, yeah, dunking the, is, yeah. Yeah, and like where the auction is. See, I, I took it as in the, in the queue. Which, but, but they've already done that before. Yeah. I, no, I, I think it's. I think so ride. too. Yeah, you're right. Which is that's great, yeah, especially that's if they like play it really white, right, and um, scare you. Yeah. At certain points, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. They like act like an animatronic, and then all of a sudden they snap out of it, and you're like, oh, that's a real person. Yeah. I'm yeah, assuming uh, Gunpowder Pete will be sitting on the throne where Captain Jack sits at the end. That's what I I would assume that. It'll be interesting though, because for each party, they're gonna have to like take down animatronics like no i think they'll just do it around it that would be my guess just throw the man how cool of a job would that be to just be an actor in pirates that'd be really fun and the nice thing about this is this pretty much becomes a walk-on the night of the the party nights yeah 
And so. this isn't something that we would necessarily like have to do at the party, which I would definitely want to now. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I'd want to do it a couple times just to yeah, see the consistency. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really neat. And then the one that has me most excited is Space Mountain. Explorers will hurtle through deep space as a new soundtrack and special effects transformed the adventure. Wow. You might even see a few ghosts in the galaxy. Wow. Yeah. This is their first foray into, into changing I know. Uh, Space Mountain because that's always like, you can't, do, you can't change Space Mountain in Disney World, you can only change it in Disneyland because they have the sound system in... Because there's no sound system in right, the ride right, vehicle, right. it's only... Yeah, vehicle. so does this mean they're thinking about oh, um, so Hyperspace sure. Mountain... So or sure. Ghost Galaxy. I think so. <laughs> All right, and then the last thing is just to round it out: Storybook Circus is going to have characters from Disney Junior, oh, including oh. Doc McStuffins. Ooh, Doc oh, Doc McStuffins! Yeah, so they're going to have a dance party. The, the Chitlins. But this got me excited because I think I've made it known that I'm a little bored by the party. Doc McStuffins? No, no just the <laughs> just other thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, everything. So the fact that they're Thinking about adding things and new spooky experiences well, is we, a good thing. We now have to get a picture of Robin Doctor stuff. There is yeah. nothing spookier <laughs> than a doctor <laughs> doing a dance party. Is she a vet? She's she's the doctor, but she's got like stuffed animals, right? Like that's what she takes care of. It's not. I only know Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Yeah. Sophia the first, you know. Oh yeah. The four of us aren't big uh, <laughs> Disney <laughs> Junior watchers. I'm glad they're putting it over in storybook. Get all that rabble over there. <laughs> all right. So what else we got? Um, so Disney announced who's taking over for John Lasseter because yeah. he, he is sort of coming back in a consultant role through the end of the year. Um, but Pete Doctor is going to head up Pixar. And Jennifer Lee is going to be taking over at Walt Disney Animation. Yeah, this is such yay, good news yay, for one yay. being for Pete Doctor. Pete Doctor is awesome, and uh, I mean he's turned out some of the some of my favorite Pixar films of the last ten years. And we also have a female presence, which I think sends a big message, um, you know, an overarching message that we now have a female heading up Disney Animation, which is a step in the right direction. Pete Doctor, friend of the podcast. Can we say that? Sure. Yeah, we can say that. We yeah, talked definitely. to him. We talked to him we last talked to him D23. For a while. Or two, two D23s, D23s ago. ago. 15, right? Yeah. And so he was he, like, do you guys see uh, Inside Out? And everyone was like, yes, it was great. And I was like, nope. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're, we're showing a, a, a short about Inside Out. You, you'll get it. You'll be able to get it standalone. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I am a huge fan of yours. Oh, have you seen my most recent movie that's immensely uh, successful right now? And I was like, nah, nah, I haven't seen that one, Pete. <laughs> Did he do Up? Yes, director of Up and Inside and, Out. And Monsters, Inc.? It, or was it, that Lee? What this says is just... Oh, well, set up. So, I mean, Inside Out and Up are, are my favorites. So. He's been with Pixar 28 years. I know, wow. that's insane. And he looks like he's like I know, 40 he does look old. like a little kid. Yeah. Well, he started there at 21. Oh, that's so. fair. Yeah, he co-wrote Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc. Um, did the story of Wally mm. Up and Inside Out. I mean, those are... The best. That's the cream of the crop. Where with last year we were Cars, cars 1, Cars 2... <laughs> Planes, Cars 3, freaking... Planes. Getting Rashida Jones off of of Toy Story 4. You know, all the hits. Yeah, scaring Rashida Jones away. Yeah, excellent. Excellent job, Lasseter. Well done, sir. So you said Lasseter is going to be on till the end of the year in a consultant role? Yeah. He He doesn't have an office or a desk there. <laughs> you know what that sounds to me like? That sounds to me like he needed to clean out his emails and they were like, yeah, come on as a consultant for four months. I think it's just not to embarrass him, you know? Yeah, I think I think that that's like, you've been here for long enough. We're not just going to tell you that you can't come back at all. But right. I feel like I don't feel like he's going to have a large physical presence in 2018 at the Pixar Studios oh, I, God, no. if he shows up really at all. I, I agree with Rob. Yeah, I think so too. Work right. from home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paid leave. Yeah. 
Um, so we we talked about this a couple months ago or a couple episodes ago, but Disney finally released the bus times um, for Walt Disney World on the app. This is less than uh. I, I thought this was going to be a game changer, I'll call. But given the functionality of it, of what has been seen so far, I'm not going to say good. it is. Oh, you mean the app uh, lets you down? It's yeah. weird. It's usually so reliable. So we had some we had some bees on the G, boots on the ground this week. Um, one of our friends who is always with us on our trips. Actually, she was on the big group podcast we had a few food and wines ago, Brianna. Um, she was down there with a huge group staying at the Contemporary. Um, and I said, hey, can you check your app and like tell me... Like what it looks like with the buses, and she was number one. It's not like the most intuitive to even find. I was like showing her screenshots of how to get there. It's not like, like I feel like when you uh, when you uh, request a minivan, it's like okay, it's on the main screen. There you go, request a minivan. But this is like you have to click on like your reservation, yeah. and then oh, wow. you drill down from there. So um, she looked at bus times, and and I was like okay. All right, what's it look like? Send me screenshots. And from the contemporary, which obviously there are quite a few options of transportation from the contemporary, it was so, it was such a cop out. It basically said Magic Kingdom Park, monorail is available. Epcot, monorail available. (laughs) Disney Hollywood Studios, every 20 minutes. What? And Disney's Animal Kingdom. Every 20 minutes. So it didn't even give the real time. It just said, and it, like, duh, you can take the monorail if you're staying at the Contemporary. And which, duh, every which 20 Which I understand minutes. those because there is no bus service. Right. But so the there, other two is inexcusable. There be bus service to I Epcot, think there though. is bus, bus service to Epcot. It probably shares with, like, Wilderness and, yeah. like, Grand Flow and Polly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's embarrassing. But, but the, only, week. And the only functionality is... Resort to parks. Mm-hmm. You can't do the reverse of parks to resorts, which I thought you were going to when they first. Or other, like, there should be GPS services enabled that you can, like, so if we do a bar crawl, mm-hmm. like, and we're at the Polynesian and we want to go back home to, let's say, Pop Century, like, you should be able to enable those location services so it says, okay, we know you're at the Polynesian at the bus depot right now, or we know you're within the Polynesian. This is how long it would take you to get a bus to whatever, Epcot, even like another close by or downtown or Disney Springs or whatever. But that doesn't make any sense that you can only look at the hotel where your reservation is. That stinks. From a logistical perspective. Yeah, like, so if I was saying, if we were just brutal, if we were just at the Polynesian, how many times have we walked over the Contemporary and taken a bus from the Contemporary to another park versus waiting, versus waiting at Magic Kingdom? It's like, it's a good life hack to, to use that. And you wouldn't be able to do that. If we were staying at Pop Century and we walked over to Contemporary and wanted to look at these times, it would only show us Pop Century. Yeah. I'm just thinking of those cases where like, we're leaving Magic Kingdom and want to go to Epcot or something. And we're debating, oh, should we get off at Boardwalk or like Beach? And I thought like, okay, well, we'll just hop on the one that's going to be next. Yeah. Yeah. If you were able to look at your phone and be like, oh, the, this one is going to be here. Right. estimated time. I mean, that's what I thought it would be. I, I would be, even be happy taking the app totally out of it if they had, like, almost like a train depot hub at Magic Kingdom as you exit. Like, when it when it says all the stops, like, say, like, estimated time six minutes, estimated time 14 minutes, like, whatever it is. Like, even if not, it's not available to everyone on the app, because I understand their app sucks, and I don't feel like they can add all that functionality. And I, and I guess that's much harder, because it's not like a train. There's multiple um, there's multiple buses. And, and that's why they got to the do the thing where one bus comes in, and whoever has the longest line, that's where it goes. That is that is how it should be. Except, except sometimes um, it, it, does, it can't always work... Um, first I know what you're in. getting at because what if it's just one that you know if you're at you're at whatever yacht club and you're only four people and the lines keep adding up at the values and so therefore the longest line that's where the bus goes but 
you know, you're at Yacht Club and you've been waiting there for a half hour. You know, you have to kind of... Yeah, but how many buses do they have coming into the Magic Kingdom? There should always at any time be around five buses coming in. It's, it shouldn't be one trickling in every 20 minutes. That's that's not how it should work. I mean, yeah, no, I get, no, I totally get bit, what you're saying. They aren't doing it. Well, you see it so often that a bus will come into a, an empty depot or someone who's one person. It's like, why? That should not be happening. It should not be happening. It makes no sense. Do you think there's a security reason that they can't show... Like, when you're standing at, say, Pop Century at the bus stop to show you the location of the Pop Century buses on, like, a map? I, I'm sure they... I'm sure, yes. I'm sure they don't want to give us that access. It just feels like... like Sort of like when you're waiting for an Uber. Yeah. And you see where... Yeah, see where it is. You mean all the Pop Centuries as an everyone that's out, like, dispatched... Like for going pop, to other pop, pop centuries. I don't think other... we need that. I just think we need a more accurate time estimation, like Catherine said. I don't. I don't need to see it you on a map. See it? I would like to see it. <laughs> I don't yeah, think that's I necessary, just... and I do think that that poses a security risk from Disney's perspective. Mm. Whatever. All right. Well, yeah. that's maybe they'll. We'll see. Maybe fix I, it I'm and... sure they keep adding on to these things. So. Who knows? You know, six months. It's there's something new. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the motto of the My Disney Experience app. Yeah. Um, just Who knows? instead of just instead of ironing out <laughs> instead of ironing out and making the existing features work, just add more features. <laughs> this is an excellent excellent way to do Next it. Next My Disney app is going to be able to fry an egg, but it won't <laughs> tell you wait times. No. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so. The long-awaited transformation of Pixar Pier is, or I should say, um, is about to be here. No, yesterday. Yeah, oh, it was here. Yeah, um, Saturday the twenty-third it opened. Yeah. But what I meant to say was Paradise Pier into Pixar Pier. Okay. Has been completed. So the big thing, you know, that we're focused on is the transformation of the Cove Bar into Lamp Light Lounge, and it seems like from all the reviews I've seen. It's going over pretty well. Um, the theming inside is really amazing. I don't know if you guys have seen. I saw a few pictures. Oh my like, gosh, the art! I know it's yeah, insane. It's so cool. Even the menu, Matt. I, like it's. Oh, that it's is like cool. I liked the cars out. table. Did you see the cars like, table? Mm -mm. It had all of the like matchbox like cars under. Oh, like glass. glass. Okay, it's oh, really cool. Neat. There is a, a secret. Um, Dining room. Oh. Did anybody see this? Mm -mm. No. That holds 13 people, but it, I guess it's not ready for guests. But there's going to be. It's like a secret passage. I don't know how or the, how you, how get, you get it. Yeah. Mm. We got go 13 people. Shivers. We were pretty much rocking that last year at D23. We had a pretty huge group, right? I mean, we had 13. Yeah, we could probably make that work. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you need exactly 13. Yeah, it's I know, a, it's like, a max occupancy that somebody took. That kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you guys have been, ever been upstairs at Carthay Circle. They have the little like private dining rooms. Yeah. Those are really cool. That'd that's be like a nice 13. feature if you did have to come up with exactly 13 people. <laughs> come on, I would re recruit strangers who were <laughs> yeah. just as excited as me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that, that's about it. That, oh my you gosh. Know, there's the, the new yeah, Predacoaster. Cool. Oh my gosh, the Predacoaster um, looks... So good. Even Disney. So yet. good. Are you gonna ride it? I don't know. I it have to say, amazing. like, I have to apologize because I was critical of them changing it to the Incredicoaster and thinking that that was going to be something different. But it looks like they did a really good job of actually making some substantive yeah. changes. It's that, a story. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there is a story. To so it. I tip my hat. You know, I'll say I was mistaken on that. Yeah, it looks. Well, so I mean, cool. let's wait until you actually. I'm just. I'm just going based on the pictures that I've sure. seen. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I've said this a couple of times. The the amount of theming they're doing with some of these new projects is insane. Yeah. Like the bathrooms are themed now in in the lounge, just like the menu. Like yeah, they, they went yeah above good. and beyond with that's this. Good. I think you have to though, because you look at places like Universal Studios and what they have done with Harry Potter. If you want to stay competitive, yeah, that's true. That's to people who aren't way. yeah, to people who aren't Disney people, you need to be up there. Yeah, to stay competitive. Mm -hmm. 
agree. And just last thing to mention, I mean, it's been in the news. We don't even have to really talk about it. But we had talked originally about Disney making the bid to purchase Fox. Comcast came in with their all-cash bid. Disney raised it. And so Fox has accepted Disney's bid yet again. Yep. So, But there's speculation this might go back and forth and settle at... The shareholders so, have to agree. Yes. True. I got a package. Yeah, if you want it, you could talk <laughs> yeah, about like it. Is, it is in, it's so funny because we were thinking, like, for the amount of shares we <laughs> oh own. Oh my gosh. The shipping they of this must money to yeah, send the absolutely to lost money on us. Like, <laughs> we own so, we own one share of Disney stock, <laughs> and, and the packet itself had to have cost like $12 to ship. It was like a huge, it looked like a textbook. And then even if they were able to send it media mail, it's still like yeah. And they, I was they like, at, oh my at the gosh. very most broke even on Do you know sending that to us. Off the top of your head, what a share of Disney stock costs right now? I, I don't really right that's now. Me on the spot. I don't know. It was around a hundred and five. I'm just kind of curious. One hundred six dollars and thirty four cents. Okay, I think it was less when because when we got we, ours was a gift for our wedding mm-hmm. and they did not own Marvel or Star Wars at the time. Okay, so. It's gone up a little bit since, and we've got the commemorative. We got the, you have a certificate. The, we have the certificate. Mm-hmm. It's got Walt's face on it. It's real cool. Real cool. Great gift. If you have a Disney friend out there, great wedding gift. That is pretty neat. I know. Yeah. That was from our friend Tom. So wow. good, good job, Tom. Yeah. yeah, cool. That's it. And then Matt, there's some news about um, yeah. Kingdom, King, Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yes. you want to. So, right our, right our, again. Our video, our video game. So E3 uh, 2018 just happened in uh, California um, earlier this month or last, uh, yeah, earlier this month. And as I had forecasted on some earlier podcasts, they had said that Kingdom Hearts would be coming out in 2018. And I said, I would be very surprised if it actually comes out in 2018. I said, I'm more seeing this for quarter one, 2019. And guess what? Um, the official release date is January 29th, 2019. <laughs> Told you so. Oh, feel so vindicated. Um, in addition to the release date, they also showed some new worlds, which includes um, Frozen. I mean, surprising no one. I can't imagine that they were going to have that without incorporating Frozen. The other one, which was weird, and I saw the trailer, is a Pirates of the Caribbean world with like a... Uh, lifelike looking Jack Sparrow, hmm. which is really strange because all of the worlds, I'm pretty sure that they've Cartoon. incorporated, have been animated. Yeah, I think this is the first one that they've done, and they didn't like cartoony, uh, they didn't cartoonize Jack Sparrow. He hmm. just kind of looks like Johnny Depp Jack Sparrow. So, I mean, it looks cool, though. And so January 29th, and um, Square Enix also said that they were going to be unveiling a limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 theme PS4 Pro console. Um, not many details were offered about what the availability will be of that or the pricing. And they also said there will be a collection that includes Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, and Kingdom Hearts 3 all in one package for the PS4. Hmm. So, I have yeah. a feeling that'll be the one we're getting, isn't it, Matt? I can just tell. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Already pre-ordered. <laughs> wow. And uh, I believe there was a collector's edition for two hundred and thirty dollars. That has I don't even know. Probably a bunch of like. Hilly Joel Osment shows up to your house and just narrates <laughs> it. In your ears. He just he just hangs just out, whispers. <laughs> I don't know if Haley Joel Osment's still Sora in Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't know. Getting too old. He aged out. But yeah, so for those uh, looking forward to Kingdom Hearts, you will have to wait a little bit longer. As suspected. Not terrible, though. No. No. You know? Yeah, really. I mean, it's a month. It's a month outside of 2018. Given that we saw it at D23 in 2017. 15. Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, about? yeah, the Keyblade and everything, 2015, we saw. Was that just the Keyblade that they released? But I mean, they said about it like they were working on oh, Kingdom Hearts. It's been Story. announced. It's right. been announced for five years at yeah. this point. Jeez. So I mean, um, 
Square Enix, the company who is in charge of Kingdom Hearts, who also does some of the Final Fantasy games, are kind of notorious for um, not sticking to their uh, schedule. Their schedule, um, as with their last big game, Final Fantasy Fifteen, was delayed like a million times. So there, we'll still we're still pretty far away from January. We could still see another delay. I don't want to. Hot take. Hot take. I I tend to think I tend to think they're going to stick to this one. Um, but if it does get delayed further a few months, I would not be surprised. But cautiously optimistic, January 29th. All right. Okay. Cool. Thank you, That's Matthew. It. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So our main topic this week is going to be. In honor of the opening of the reopening of Lamplight Lounge, you know we don't have much background on that, so we really need to to lean on our our steady wins that we always have when we go drink in Disneyland. So this is going to be a Disneyland themed episode where we're going to come up with a Disneyland Resort bar crawl. We love our bar crawls here, so this is one that. Um, we have come up with what we think is a good suggestive um, path, and then we'll come up with a few alternates for you if for some reason you don't want to do the ones that we picked out. So, um, Rob, do you want to talk about DCA? Sure. Okay. So, we thought the first place to go is Carthay Circle Lounge. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a good sit kind of start the night um relax right have like a good hearty drink maybe not a, a beer hearty drink yeah like they a, have like a, heavy a, things. yeah i would yeah. have yeah. a refreshing yeah. type yeah. Of, uh, they have drink drinks i'm trying to think what i had i, I we had, I had the wolf you have the scotch uh, yes yeah. 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 for those who haven't been to the carthay circle lounge i i think some people might be put off by um Carthay Circle, they think it's just a um, a formal. Uh, it's very place. austere. It it is. That's a good word for it. And you know the actual dining area is up the stairs. You walk in if you just say I'm going to the lounge. There's a little lounge area to the right, and there's some seating on the left side uh, of that first floor. And yeah, it's a very austere kind of dark. It's dark. It's, it's not dark. light. It's not light and breezy. I would say it's a good place to go, especially on like a really hot day if you're looking to get out of the sun. It's got like a a movie theater vibe with how dark it is. You know, like it's just like when you if you spend a lot of time in there and then you walk out, it's almost like jarring. You're like, oh right, sunlight. <laughs> but it's it's really cool in there. It's very classy. I feel like this is a place that you would want to get whiskey or bourbon. Yeah. Base but again, drinks. it's not it's not so um, uh, reserved that like you couldn't get like a no, light beer. Like yeah, it's it's still not. a it's still very much a Disney lounge. I got yeah. a saison. They have a saison there, and it's an it it was an eighteen dollar bottle, but it's like two and a half. I, oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like um, that's like my go to because it's eighteen dollars, <laughs> and I will be so happy if I just drink that. That's like my one shop. And then I think the last time. One of a memorable time I was there with Rob and Holly. We sat not in the actual bar part, but we I sat know. in like the waiting area, like before you go up the steps. And we had, um, we had like a cheese dip that was well, so good. I, I was gonna say they actually do have food, which yeah. they have a queso fundido. That, that was it, queso <laughs> yeah. fundido, and yeah. that was so. It's like a white cheese. It's so 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 good they do have a cheese board an artisanal cheese board beef tacos so you could get food there too like just some apps to go along with your drink i i have asked before so like the famous thing at carthay circle is they have these biscuits that they serve with everything and i've asked before if you can get them in the lounge because they are so good they're like cheddar bay biscuits from Mm. red lobster (laughs) And um, they're like, no, 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 you have to, you have to actually eat in the restaurant. And yeah. I'm like, ooh, See, you can't get the biscuits. You can't get the biscuits. That was fun sitting there, though. I like, that's, they were just yeah, like those big, were they just like big leather chairs yeah, or something? Yeah, so it was very yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. And, and the thing about sitting in the waiting room is you're not as jarred by sunlight, so you do get to see the door open. Like, right, so right, there right. is some sun pouring in, which is nice. <laughs> I like that. That was last summer, I believe. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, so we also have an honorable mention for DCA. 
um, the Carl Strauss. It's called the Beer Garden. Did you know that? No, I got the, I thought it I was got the official little... name. I was what is touch it? Shot what is it? So it is Pacific Wharf Distribution Company featuring Carl Strauss handcrafted beers. Okay. Per the app. Wow, that's, that's a, a good mouthful. that's a yeah. good one for our uh, for a game and I'm going. I've already I've already forgotten. <laughs> Pacific War. Wow, I thought it was called like the Little Red. No, that's that's the corn dogs. Man, wouldn't that be great? Carl Strauss and corn dogs just right at once. What a what a, what a marriage! What a wonderful yes, marriage. Yes. The age we live in. Um, I love this beer card. I, I, like I truly like even. Um, beers I don't typically get like they have a red there red car trolley ale yep I love that beer and it's I've never been disappointed by anything I've had there and what's nice about this is that um, the seating area for this is sandwiched between the Carl Strauss uh, oh, beer cart and I, then I can't wait to see if he's going to be able to name either of these. Oh no, I, I can't. Um, Lucky Fortune, Lucky Fortune, treat is it Lucky Fortune Trading Company and and Cafe Cucamonga, right? There you go. Uh, the there. app calls it Lucky Fortune Cookery. Ah, uh, okay. That's hmm. it. So what I'm saying is this: there's <laughs> there's the seating area for the two um, surrounding uh, quick service counter service places. And so there's plenty of places to to sit if you just want to grab a beer, and if you want to have a little snack with your beer, there there are choices within the immediate area. So it's a nice little nice little spot. And essentially, mobile ordering has rolled out to every quick service in in the Disneyland Resort, which is cool. Um, they did not have that the last time that we were there, so I would definitely. I mean, like if they did that, really, Carl Strauss. Beer cart is close enough to flows. I would probably grab something at flows and then come back and sit outside. Or the cozy cones. Yes, but does yeah. that typically? I don't think that's actually called a counter service. Uh, no, you're right. But but you're a saying from snack, a, yeah, like from yeah. a time yeah. perspective, gotcha. say you grab the beer and I'll grab the food. I like this place for just like you grab a beer and then you walk. walk like yeah. whether yeah. you're walking to Toy Story or yeah. Incredicoaster now, for sure. Like yeah. Great spot. And if you're into wine, we heard um, wine country is a good spot, although we've never, we have never explored that. So I think maybe that will have to be something we do the next time we go out. Kath and I ate there um, for dinner a long time ago, but it's been, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. But you can actually do like the, they have like the flights. Yes. The wine flights, which is cool. So, all right, Scott, you want to talk about where we would go if we then stopped at the Grand California. Right. So we were, we were talking and we thought, you know, you got to go out through the Grand California entrance to California Adventure and uh, hit up Hearthstone Lounge. Um, we've gotten drinks there before, I think, and then just Hang had out them in the out lobby. in the lobby. Because yeah. it's, it's a great place for just people watching and... <laughs> Especially <laughs> during D23, there was a lot. That was where we uh, saw Zachary Levi, yeah. as I recall. But um, everything about the Grand Californian is kind of channeled into Hearthstone Lounge. It's got that sort of woodsy feel to it. Yeah, sure. I think that's... I, I would. I like this place for the evening. I don't know that I'd want to do this during the day, because yeah, I feel no, like yeah, it I takes agree. you out of... Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Out of the day, like, like kind of like Carthay Circle does, but... Um, no, we've had some good experiences there. You could actually sit around the hearth itself, too. There's That's like a true, little yeah. alcove with a few rocking chairs. You could sit there. But I kind of like the first time we like drank in the lobby, which was all of us that are sitting at this table, plus Holly. Like, I didn't know if they'd let us like take the like the glasses out into the lobby. And they were totally like well, the thing fine that, with it. The thing that surprised me as well was... The server from Hearthstone was coming out, yeah. right? Because I, I, yeah. I, we went up to the bar and just ordered, and then just took the drinks, and then like, here comes a waiter like five <laughs> minutes later, yeah. and it's like, oh, I could have, you know, and he's Got looking it. for yeah. tips and yeah. whatnot. So it was like, right. I, I don't know if that's maybe just during business. That's yeah. the first time I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were drinking those Hangar Twenty Fours, and yeah. they just were bringing them out. <laughs> Be interesting if like you could get food from him too. Yeah. Like, Although I do have to say I I'm not a big fan of the Hearthstone food. I, if, no, me neither. You, you know I love whitewater snacks in the in the Grand Californian. Like yeah. they have those beef 
uh, those tri-tip nachos, which are so freaking good. Um, they have chimichurri sauce on. Oh, man, they're real good. Um, but if they had those at the Hearthstone, <laughs> I would be just totally content. But every time I've been to the Hearthstone, I've never found like that perfect food that I really like. I agree. I think I had gotten... They have cases. Uh, tacos or quesadillas. Yeah, they have cases. They and they're very, like, like eh. everything there is pretty yeah. generic food-wise. Yeah, they have some um, flatbreads yeah. as well. That might be new. Because I'm i a fan of flatbreads. I would have gotten that. I feel like it was only, like, wings and quesadillas they, the last time. I thought you did get a flatbread and you were disappointed. Oh, they, have, they, have fish, they have fish tacos now. Hmm. A shrimp cocktail. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah, I think that has to be updated because I also really like shrimp cocktail. Anywho, yeah, <laughs> um, an an alternate spot that you could go if you wanted to be at the Grand Californian and be a little classy, <laughs> you go to Napa Rose. Um, they have a really amazing selection of beer. I love Napa, Napa Rose. Rose. I love Napa Rose too. The lounge. We've never eaten there for uh, like never for dinner, but that's dinner not really proper there for the purpose of this uh segment but the the lounge area is really great yeah although i will i will offer a word of caution is rob and i tried to eat tried to have drinks at the lounge one night i don't know where you holly and scott were um but rob and i were like let's just get one drink and we went in. I'm trying to remember why we he, wandered there. Was that, that was the we, night. That was the Zach Levi night. Was, was that when we followed John Stamos? Yes. Yeah. yeah Holly they, was getting the spirit jersey with Alex and Ray. <laughs> and those two are following John Stamos they for went a milkshake. To get, yeah, yeah, milkshakes. Yeah. As so, <laughs> so me and Rob, we went into <laughs> Napa Rose. And there was like kind of like a bottleneck of people like right at the host stand and they were like we'll be with you in a second and he like never came around to us like right. we were waiting there for like a full five minutes and rob was like let's just go back to the hearthstone so you know you might like depending on what time of night you might have to wait a little bit to get in but even their appetizer like light food is really really good those uh what are those little mini pizzas called? I forget, but so good. Yeah, they're I was good. about to say Pizzelles, and that's not what that is. No. Pizzetta? Pizzetta. Pizzetta, yeah, yeah. and they have grapes on them. Oh, my gosh, so good. Mm. Oh, that sounds really good. It's I'm reading, so I'm reading, good. I'm reading it now. And it's huge. Like, it was, yeah, like, it was pretty, totally enough for me and Matt, like, $15, like $15 for us to split. Like, that's a really cheap meal. Yeah, and I then mean, you get like the they have La Fine du Monde, they have Blanche de Chambly, which are some of our favorite. Epcot and a full beers. service bar with some really good specialty drinks. One yeah. of which I um, showcased on the top and my last topping it off, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Summer Kiss, no. The Bitter Storm, Bitter Storm. Oh, I remember you yeah. talking about that one. Real good, real good. I don't see that one. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Sorry. It's really good. It, it is quite extensive. Yeah. I know. But you know. I, I had, that's why I was like, oh. I, I don't have it. any criticism for Hearthstone because I truly I love Hangar Twenty Four. I I would drink that for every time I was out in California. But once you see the variety that Napa Rose has, it's like oh man, like yeah, yeah. it's really really impressive. So yes. Hmm. Anyhow, all right. So Matt, do you want to talk about downtown Disney? Yes, I would love to. All right. So um, this is one of the ones I'm going to talk about. Um, the one that Catherine and I went to most recently and really had a great time there. And that is, I think this stop was meant to be like the food stop, even though we've talked about food for every yeah. single one of these. I think this was the one where we could say like, grab a little something. Yeah, if to you eat started in DCA and went through gang Californian at this point, um, you're probably feeling a bit tipsy. You want to get some food, balance things out. And obviously there's no shortage of places to get a bite at downtown Disney. Um, so let's talk about Splitsville. Kath and I talked about this on one of the most recent episodes and it is great. I think that everything about it is, uh, even better than the location in Florida. Uh, you've got great outdoor seating, which is a uh, a welcome addition that Florida doesn't really have. A lot of it. A lot of, yeah. <laughs> you've got a great selection of uh, local beers and and you know domestics and and but the food selection is great here. Huge menu. Huge, huge, extensive menu. Everything from small bites to like huge burgers. Sushi. So sushi. Yeah. So I I love Splitsville. And then another one um, in the area, I there is the Uva Bar, and yeah. um, 
That is a good. I don't know. I think that's like a real bar bar. Like like I don't think like you. That is connected to the restaurant Catal. Like they share correct. Kitchen. Yeah, it's a. It's like a. It's right in the middle yeah, of the, the middle walkway. Of it is Disney. a circular bar with seating around it. And we've only we've never have we eaten there. Have no. we gotten food? No, we just, just came from there. Tortilla Joe's. And, so and I don't even know if they have a condensed menu from Catal that you can get there. Yeah, I really don't know much it's, it's about fairly, that It's fairly extensive. I mean, and the food-wise? Yeah, a pretty big appetizer menu, salad, bar. Um, entrees. Do you think it's just the same as Catal? Like, do you think they just, like, I mean, share? I could compare it quick if you... But yeah, but the Uva Bar is a cool place to um, to to grab a drink. Um, Great place to people watch. Like it's yes. in the, you're in the middle of everything. People are just walking past you in droves. And then um, the second place, uh, the third place rather, that is more of a this is more of a sit down. I I would recommend this as like kind of breaking up your bar crawl if you were going to do drinks, drinks, then really sit down and have like a good meal where you. <clears throat> excuse me, where you're actually going to like eat and drink, and that's Naples. Naples has excellent food, and I know this is a, a chain, um, but they have, oh my god, their margarita pizza, their salad, it's it's really high quality. I, I really love Naples, and you could get um, sangria, carafes, right? You can get beer, you can get wine. I think that they, that's just a great spot if you want to really break it up and go drink, drink, sit down, continue drinking, but also eat. Yeah. <laughs> but all three of those places, Uva, Splitsville, and Naples. And you also put one here that I'm not familiar with. What? Oh. Eat, eating spot. Do you oh. think that was just called, like, the eating spot? <laughs> yes, I thought you put a note all next right. to it. And yeah, I was like, you don't get to read the, the cue cards anymore than Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a place called the eating spot? I don't know. <laughs> well, the other thing about Naples is they have the to-go window. So you could go up and get, like, slices. And I know that's not fancy in any way, but they do have, like, to-go beer there. Like, they you do. could get, like, a, a just a bottle of... Bud or yeah. bottle. This is modeled after a bar crawl. I mean, I don't think everyone's intention is to be fancy. No, no, but I, I mean, like, but there's nothing special about picking up a grab and go pizza with a Miller Light. Miller Light, like, that's not something I would recommend. All right, so to tie up some loose ends, so the Uva menu is definitely different than Catal's okay. full menu. All right, okay, some similar items, but Catal's is much bigger. I assumed, um, and then. Coming back to my topping it off, so I was looking at the drink menu at Splitsville, and they actually have the same drink at Splitsville. Oh, no way. The, the local. Yeah. Hmm. And which we said because they offer the the refillable right. yeah, mugs in the moonshine, of, so yeah, it's, they're all under Art Smith well. does the menu at Homecoming, but the same company must own all of those. Yeah. That's cool. That's real So cool. if you're on the West Coast and you like the drink I did, you don't have to wait till you come to Disney World. You can... Yeah, I get it at Splitsville. I did look at this Uva Bar uh, food menu. There's some items on there that I would be pretty excited about. Maybe we should check that out yeah. next time we go. Sea salt garlic fries. Uh, yeah. Holy gosh. Yes. You know, Catal is one of like those OG places in downtown Disney that I just like never think to go, but I heard it's amazing. Me too. Like we have never even considered that <laughs> no. as a place to eat. Like we always go to Tortilla Joe's, which is good. And uh, I'm not. I, I typically don't. I, I'm not typically a Mediterranean fan. Like olives, and that's just not yeah. my type of cuisine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's. But I'd be more than willing to to Give try it. it. I mean, garlic fries. Yeah, that's yeah. that's world. That's universal. <laughs> uh, that's the that's the greatest. Just don't talk to anybody. The rest of the that's all right. Yeah. Pack, everybody pack has them. You're fine. <laughs> Um, so then our last spot on this crawl is obviously the Disneyland Hotel. Um, and, I mean, duh, uh, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. If you can get inside, that's, that's the preference, but you could also sit outside if you wanted. Um, they have really fun themed drinks. I mean, we've talked about Trader Sam's a gajillion times on this podcast. Uh, it's one of our favorites. Uh, we like the other thing that's nice about the Trader Sands outdoor spot is you could order food from the quick service, which I'm 
blank Tongaroa Terrace. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, you can order food from there and then bring it over. Like if you're sitting outside, and sometimes the, that area gets really, really, really. Just busy. make sure that you're sitting on the. There is an L. Um, the seating area is like an L outside of Trader Sam's, and at some point. There's a velvet rope. There is a cutoff that's not always super clear, and if you're sitting at a table on the other side of this cutoff, then you cannot get the Trader Sam's items. So yes. you just have to be aware of that. Yes. I never knew that. Yeah, because you can't get drinks on the Tungaroa Terrace side. <laughs> I don't think I ever noticed it or... Was a, like I just never knew. That's that. why. I, that's why I said it's no, not yeah, always. Yeah. It's not always very clear. It's a little velvet rope. It's like literally like three feet long, and they have one velvet rope in between two. Like it just partitions wow. it very, very slightly. Yeah, I think nearly every time we've been there and we've been eating outside, there's always a group that. I see them sit down on the other side, <laughs> and, and then, the I, and then I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for it. And then they have that, like, uh, exchange with the wait staff. It's like, what do you mean I can't? And they're like, no, you're sitting on the other side. And they're like, but it's all outdoors. It's not really clear, <laughs> so just be aware of it. There's no more Lord of the Flies experience than getting a table, though, outside of... Yeah, it's Trader very busy. I mean, it's a busy, busy spot. So you have to. And it's first come, first serve. Yes. For like, like you just grab tables. Yeah, I threw a boulder onto someone. Yeah, I, <laughs> I killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, pierced his heart with a trident. With a lilo. I think there is, isn't there though a wait for the inside. I could be wrong. I thought there was a host. Um, uh, that took me through the inside. I could be totally wrong. But don't know about a that. good a good suggestion might be to start the bar crawl here and then make your way into DCA for a night in the park because you definitely have way more availability. Like we went at like I don't I want to say like three o'clock one afternoon a few summers ago and there was no one inside. I mean we yeah. were like one of the only people in there, so you can absolutely get inside. I kind of like the thought of finishing at Carthay because that. That's a much more sedate. Yes. Kind yeah. Of. The, the nice thing about Disneyland, though, is you could really do it any order. Yeah, you everything's can pop so, around. Everything's yeah. so close. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think about like the logistics of going out there is so much less stressful. Yes. Because you're just absolutely once you're through security, you're you're, you're there. In, you're in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. You could really pick as opposed to taking buses and worrying yeah. about monorail <laughs> yeah. schedule and. So, all right. Any other? Oh, we we did say Steakhouse Fifty Five is also an alternate if you just need a drink. And Trader Sam's is crazy. Their lounge is nothing like real special. It's very, no, and it's, I feel like there's usually only like there's usually only one bartender there. It's yeah. not a. It, it's usually I think it, it just serves as. I believe his name is Rudy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying it usually serves as just people who are waiting for a table. They mm -hmm. might sit at the bar. I don't think that that really draws a lot of people who just go there specifically to have a drink because it is kind of uh, tucked away from everything. Yeah. But it, it's it's an option nonetheless. Yeah. There are it, some, like, comfortable chairs and stuff. Yeah, they have, like, fainting couches and stuff. It It is listed on the app separately, the lounge at yes. Steakhouse 55. And some and of the food, they have a burger. Food, that, the you, the you burger looks incredible. There. Famously... There's, that's where Oprah ate before she got her Disney Legends. Well, not at the lounge, right? Yeah, she at the lounge. lounge. My God, we were so close to eating there. That With night. Oprah, oh, no, I saw her. Wait, she did it before or after? Before it was the night before because she talked oh, about it. Oh, the her, night before. The, in her acceptance speech, she talked about like how she was there and she was talking about like the Disney customer service and the guy and his name is Rudy and I definitely know that guy. <laughs> um, ha he has also waited on me. I like to think of myself as a little, a little East Coast Oprah. You're the Oprah of this podcast. <laughs> Oprah adjacent. Yeah, Oprah adjacent. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's okay. I would take Trader Sam's over that, though, any day. Well, yeah, of course. Even outside of Trader Sam's. And better. I feel like there are some, I mean, are there not, like, outdoor, like, no. bars at... No. Really? Yeah, that's really the only place you can drink. Like, not even by, like, the pools and stuff? Well, like, yeah, have but you to have to get there, you have right? to get be able to get in the pool, which you you can't just hop into that. So, hmm. yeah, but all right. So, anything else to add on the Disneyland? Any spots that we missed that you're like that you want to honorable mention? The only thing would be 
Club there, Terry there, Three. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. That's and, not uh, where I was going. Nineteen oh one. They are opening, and I don't know that I should have been looking up the names. Um, they're opening the the microbrewery in downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, who, under Chapel Hats? Is, isn't yeah. that like where Chapel Hats is going to be? Yeah, right by Uva Bar. Right. Coincidentally. But uh, who who's the brewery? I don't. I, um, I forget. It's one of the West Coast ones. Um, so that'll probably be a good option oh, yeah. once that opens. And then they're doing the... Ballast Point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing the, um, the Burgers and Shakes place, mm-hmm. which yes. is going to be right by there as well. So... I feel like we're bound to see some new stuff as they do their major overhaul with the the hotel crossing downtown Disney. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's there's going to be, be a some mess, stuff. Though. I yeah, mean, I mean, it'll, it'll be tough to navigate while they're doing it, but... R.I.P. Earl of Sandwich, mm. R.I.P. Yeah. Rainforest Cafe, and R.I.P. ESPN Zone. Yeah. They all, they're all done. Yeah. yeah. Earl of Sandwich is still hanging on. They've is got, it? like, By two three. more days. Um, yeah. They're, like... Last day, but get your Thanksgiving on a sandwich while you can, guys. <laughs> um, oh, man. And I know we, I know we said this up. I think one of you guys said this up front that we're not including Lamplight Lounge on this, but I'm sure that I mean we haven't been there in its full incarnation, so we can't endorse it yet. But I'm sure that you know once we go there and and see it, I, I'm sure that this will be one of the spots. Oh, this ballast point looks amazing. They make some really good beers, too. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, and... Oh, and the Burger and Shake Place, that is Black black Tap, that's called. I ate there in Vegas. Very hmm. good. That was good as well. I had a freak shake. One of oh. those, like, crazy milkshakes. <laughs> oh, is that the one that was in the Venetian? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I passed Still by that. I didn't eat there, but... Yeah, it's pretty good. Fries were really good. Anyway, all right. Any uh, last call items? Anyone? Trying to no. think. I don't believe so. No, I think this was a this was a concise episode. Throwing you guys a bone to our West Coast listeners, who yeah. we appreciate very much. We, we appreciate do, everyone. Obviously. We do love we do love Disneyland. Oh, geez. I mean, love Disneyland. We so talk much. Disney World all the time, but well, we, that's just because that's you know we're we East go there most frequently. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I I love Disneyland quite a bit. And I'm assuming that our schedule is going to change up a little bit in the next month. We'll have to maybe do two episodes in a row or something because we are actually going to be out in Disneyland, Matt and Catherine, at least. Yes, we are going to be going out. We're going to be going out to Disneyland, and then we will be at Comic-Con. Um, so uh, we will have some Disney Marvel, maybe, uh, news at Comic-Con, although Marvel said they won't be there, and I don't really know what kind of Disney news will be out there. But I was basically just saying we would be doing Pixar Pier. We will definitely be doing Pixar Pier, but I'm if there's any relevant Comic-Con information from San Diego, we'll be sharing that with you, too. Yes. 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 All right, everyone. Well, tip your natural light to the end of this podcast and cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.